The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Ever wondered how a book gets made into a movie? Or how to master the art of cooking? Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. On our podcast, we're going to be serving you a fresh perspective of the entertainment industry alongside our favorite celebrity guests. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. It's Pharrell. Coast to coast. Steaks, chicks, stacks. You and I are going to make a lot of money. It's Pharrell. Coast to coast. It's Pharrell on the bench. Coast to coast. In the biggest way possible. Hanging out. Bad seed, broken ate a bad apple with a bad attitude, hanging around a bunch of bad others, bad taste, bad lie, bad do, bad bread, bad attention, bad vibes. We are live in the FanDuel Sportsbook in the Meadowlands in East Rutherford, New Jersey. Right across the street from where the gangrene and G-Men, 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 Big Blue play football at MetLife. And across the river from the NYC, New York City, the Big Apple. People dressed in plastic bags, directing traffic, some kind of fashion, shake it up, should do bit. All my friend that come around, flats and flats and party up. Rats on the west side, bed bugs uptown. What a mess, this town's a tatter, my brains are splattered all over Manhattan, should do be shake out. Ooh. You gotta love that, right? Pharrell with you on a midweek or where do you hurt? Mafia is here with me at the FanDuel Sportsbook back at Studio 34 in Midtown Manhattan is Carver High and the crew. We'd be nothing without those freaks down there. I love you in the pit of doom or whatever the hell they call it. What do they call it, Mafia? Pit of despair. The pit of despair. The pit of doom is better. Rigatoni is here with us. Uh, right here, ready to rock and roll all night long. He's already had tremendous pressure on him over the last two minutes as the microphones would not work, but he came through in the clutch for us and got it done. Nice job, Rigatoni. I owe you another beer. That's 12 beers I owe you now. We're going to be talking about the Hanta, the Ferrella virus, moving around the globe. It's now a massive pandemic, and the world is ending, and we're all doomed and going to die. This is awesome. The NBA is moving games, perhaps. How about this? No fans at the Warriors game against the Nets coming up Thursday. The CBI basketball tournament has been canceled. The Mariners are moving uh, some series out of Seattle. The XFL without fans in Seattle at their games. Ohio bans fans from the NCAAs. That means... Dayton and Cleveland, you can forget about going to the NCAA tournament. And Pearl Jam has canceled their tour. We're going to have Dick Hoops Weiss, legend. Hoops Weiss is rock star status on Coast to Coast today talking college rack. And we're going to get into all of the college rack from yesterday and games going on right now. NC State is beating Pitt right now. Mafia is going to give you all of that and more. Smitty will join us in hour two of Coast to Coast from Studio 34. Why don't we get an update right now to kick it all off? Here he is, your boy, Mafia, Brian Ciano. Sports Grid News Update. Thank you, Scotty. I'm Mafia, and this is your Sports Grid Update. The World Health Organization has finally declared the COVID-19 virus a pandemic and it has caused further cancellations and alterations to the North American sports landscape. The CBI uh, postseason tournament has been canceled, quote, due to the uncertainty about the coronavirus and the impact it is having on college campuses across the country, end quote. As you said, Ohio has ordered that the NCAA tournament games in Dayton in the first four and the first and second rounds in Cleveland next week be played without fans. The Golden State Warriors will play their home games for the rest of March without fans, and the Giants will cancel their March exhibition series at Oracle Park. The Mariners will move the the series they're supposed to host with the Rangers and Twins out of Seattle after the governor of Washington canceled large gatherings in the state, and the XFL will play their game in Seattle with no fans. 
76ers will have to press on for a little while longer without one of their star players. Ben Simmons will be out at least another three weeks due to the nerve impingement in his lower back. Simmons is, quote, gradually increasing his activities in his strength and conditioning program, end quote, but will still need more time before they can play games. The point guard has been out since February 22nd due to the injury. We might have to start calling it Detroit Bet City as residents of Michigan are now officially allowed to gamble on sports as of 1 p.m. Eastern today. Two of Detroit's downtown casinos, the MGM Grand Detroit and Greektown, started taking action once betting became allowed. With the ceremony at the MGM seeing Detroit Mayor Mike Dugan, former Detroit Red Wing Dino Cicerelli, and Detroit boxing legend Tommy Hearns on hand, among others. The Hitman! Motor City Casinos in Detroit is expected to start taking bets at 10 a.m. tomorrow, while 22 other casinos in the state plan to follow suit and are preparing to apply for live sports betting licenses. Online gambling, though, will not begin until 2021. There are six games in the NBA tonight. The two best are later tonight when the Jazz play in Oklahoma City against the Thunder. Thunder currently favored by three at the FanDuel Sportsbook. Meanwhile, the Nuggets are traveling to Dallas to play the Mavs. Denver is currently a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Both of these games tip off at around 8 p.m. Eastern. Lots of college rack going on today with conference tournaments getting in full swing. So far today, you've had Sacramento State beat Weber State 62-54 in the first round of the Big Sky. Clemson won 69-64 over Miami in the second round of the ACC. And George Mason won 77-70 over St. Joseph's in the first round of the A-10 tournament. Currently going on, NC State is up 65-53 over Pittsburgh in the second half. Utah is up 39-31 over Oregon State in the first half. And Fordham is up 23-17 over George Washington in the first half as that gets close to halftime. There are five games on the ice in the NHL with the best matchups being Battle of Canada between the Jets and Oilers at 9 p.m. Eastern. Edmonton is currently a minus-140 favorite. And the Rangers travel to Denver to take on the Avalanche at 10 p.m. Eastern. Colorado is a minus-155 favorite there. I'm Brian Ciano, and that's your Sports Grid Update. Want the edge? Get on the grid. You didn't think that your uh, blue shirts would win in Dallas last night. Ye of little faith, Mafia. This is true. They have been struggling lately. They haven't been as good as they were on the stretch that they you know, were on before that where they had won like nine on the road and just beaten everybody. So I was having a little bit of an issue thinking that they'd come out and play the way they did. I mean, they took that game over from the start. They went up 4 nothing before Dallas could even put one in the net. They went 4-2 to hit the over that I liked. So a good performance by them on the road. So are you going to bet on them tonight? I'm thinking about it. I mean, Colorado's a good team, but they've also been struggling lately. They lost to Kings the other night. That, that was embarrassing. Uh-huh. I thought they would smother them. So the Rangers, I know it's a back-to-back, but they have a chance in Colorado. I uh, hit that game against the uh, Kings. Uh, the Kings have been on fire! And uh, here's the numbers on that. The overs 5-2 and two in the last seven meetings. Rangers 10-1 in the last 11 road games. Is that uh, not enough for you? Abs are 8-3 in their last 11 games overall. It should be a great game. Over 7-1 in the Rangers' last 8 overall. And the under 5-1 in the Abs' last 6 at home. If you uh, chew on all of those trends, uh, you could choke to death. So basically, anybody could win, and it could be a lot or a little goals. I mean, it's absolutely... <laughs> stats both ways. Yeah, I don't... The trends drive me nuts. I, I'm not a... Uh, you know, I know everyone around here is a trend guy everybody's uh, all over trends it doesn't matter who i'm talking to they just cram these trends down my throat uh with who's gonna win a game in basketball or hockey or whatever and uh i just uh, too much information for me i know a lot of people like get off on it and they get like uh, drowning and all those uh, trends and, and numbers and everything else like that i get it it's a lot of people think math is the way uh, that people win bets. It's all about this or that or theories and all this other nonsense. Uh, I don't get into all that. I really don't. You don't ever see me doing that, Mafia. When do you see me worried about trends? No, you're much more of a field guy. You, you know, you read the teams, you see what they're doing, what they've done lately, how they perform throughout the year, and that's how you go by, you know, how you feel, not by what the numbers are telling you to do. That's right. All right, so uh, we have a lot going on here. I just want to give you an update again. Southern Utah beat Idaho now by six in the Big Sky first round. Uh, Pitt is down 65-53 with five minutes left. Utah's up eight on Oregon State. I took Utah with the number. I took Fordham over GW. They're up right now by nine in the first half with two minutes left. Sac State, a winner over Weber, 62-54 in a big sky. Clemson in the ACC, a winner by five over Miami. George Mason by seven over St. Joe's. Everything else is later, but I just think it's fantastic that we're sitting here uh, doing the show coast-to-coast, and we actually feel like we're doing in-game live because there's two games going on in front of me, the NC State game with Pitt and the Fordham-GW game. I have both games going. Thank God Mafia figured it out with, uh, what did you use, Chromecast? 
Yeah, we're just a little Chromecast from the computer right to the TV, so we get a little more action. I mean, this is conference championship week. There's so many games going on throughout the day while we're on the air. We can't sit there and watch one game. We need at least two, three, four, however we get. All right, so uh, do you believe that, because uh, I do, I'm starting to believe that literally, I, I mean this, I think they're going to, you know, I'm just going to say it, I think they're going to cancel the NCAA basketball tournament. I really do. I believe, now I know they're having these, uh, you know, conference tournament games right now, but as the day moved on, right, today, uh, you would have thought the world was ending. Uh, The NBA's considering moving games. The Warriors are playing the Nets with no fans. Um, The CBI's been canceled. Uh, The Ivy League has canceled all of their spring sports. They've also sent just about every Ivy League student home to do classes online. I don't know if you knew that. My buddy's uh, son goes to Northeastern. He's allowed to stay on the campus, but they're done doing classes. The classes are over. It's online now only. Uh, At Harvard, they've kicked them out of the uh, dorms as well. They've literally kicked them off campus. You are not allowed to. By Sunday, you're going to be gone at Harvard. No one will be on that campus. It'll be barren. And um, they've banned fans from Dayton and Cleveland and the NCAAs already. And... I mean, every rock band in the world and, and rapper and country star, and literally all of them have canceled their tours. There's literally no one almost on earth doing concerts, right? So what makes you think, Mafia, they're not going to cancel the NCAA tournament? I expect that decision will come down by Saturday at the latest, that they're going to cancel the whole G-damn thing. Because I'm telling you, uh, this is a pandemic. The world is in, uh, in danger. People's health, uh, you know, are in danger. Uh, and people are freaking out, and uh, people are going into survival mode. And you think they're going to have a basketball tournament with 20,000 fans in arenas all over the country? You're crazy. I think they're going to have the tournament. I don't think they're going to have it with 20,000 fans. I think as more in states and cities decide that you can't play games with people there, I think the NCAA is going to cave on that and have the tournament with nobody in the stands because they'll still make the money on the broadcast sale. They don't want to lose everything in this tournament. They want to make it somehow, and that's the only way they're going to do it. So I guess if they do it that way, they will have television uh, cameras in there, and they'll air it on television, but there'll be no fans. They will lose hundreds of millions of dollars uh, in the NCAA tournament with no fans. That's a given. That is automatic. Even though they'll be on TV, if they air them on TV, which I think they will, uh, they'll allow the camera crews in there and the satellite trucks will be outside. Uh, But if no fans are in the building, then they're not going to sell tickets and they're not going to sell concessions and, and anything else. I mean, I think the NCAA tournament this year in 2020 is screwed. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. Hey everyone, it's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. I'm still on my own journey, but I want to be transparent with you, because as I was posting all the highlights of my life on social media, I was breaking down. And too many people fall victim to the picture-perfect image of the high life, so I created a space to discuss the good and the bad. We can laugh, man. We're going to learn. And most of all, I hope to inspire you to go on this journey with me to better mental health. This is going to be your church, your turn up, and everything in between. So join me on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, a safe space for every kind of person. Listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, back on Coast to Coast. Uh, you know, there's even uh, these stories, you know, I don't I don't know anything about it. Like, are you buying this mafia that like we've already talked about all of the cancellations? And I mean, everyone, listen, 
It's a copycat world, is it not? They are going to cancel everything. I mean, I am telling you, <laughs> they are going to start closing schools. There's not going to be, they've already closed Ivy League schools and everywhere else, right? So you don't think for one minute that they're going to close high schools and uh, middle schools and elementary schools around, uh, especially around here? Like, New York City's got a massive problem going on right now. You saw the whole thing in New Rochelle. Did you see the front page of the Daily News? They called it New Rochelle. Uh, and they got this containment zone. You're telling me that they're not going to close schools? They're, I mean, before long, no one's going to go to work. Are we going to be doing the show, Mafia? I'm very concerned. Rigatoni, set up a green screen at my house and give me a camera. We'll do the show from the Ferrella Palatial, no problem, via satellite, Ferrella light. Uh, what do you think, Mafia? Can we do a uh, green screen show from my house, from my crib? You can come over. Yeah, we could definitely set that up for sure. You know, we can figure out the technology one way or another. We've done plenty of shows from your various houses and various studios, so we can make it work. I mean, uh, the New Rochelle thing's a little more blown out that people are saying. I heard an interview with the mayor today from there saying that it's, you know, people can still come and go. They go to school, go to work. It's just like if you're sick, stay out of it. And they're bringing the National Guard in to give them food for the people who can't get out. But, I mean, it's, it's definitely a huge thing. And we were talking about it earlier before the show that, you know, as more cities and states start saying, you know, no fans or no games or just, you know, putting these limits on what you can do with people in the area to try to contain the virus and the spread of it, you know, what point does it get to be like we're seeing in Europe and Italy where season canceled, you know, or we put it off for now? Like NBA, NHL step in and say, you know what, whatever the standings are now, that's the playoff teams. Take a couple, three months off. When everyone stops being sick, we'll see you for the playoffs. You know, it's like getting down to that because the NBA talking about we're going to move games out of cities where we're not allowed to have fans to other cities. Well, how long before it spreads there? You know, it's just a matter of time. So I think that, um, you know, this story that you're showing me about the uh, Pacers, is any of that, uh, like, I mean, true? Uh, that they're thinking about, like, I guess they did this conference call with all the GMs and owners or whatever in the NBA. I think all the heavy-duty higher-ups with, you know, power suits and juice uh, with the league today that they had a uh, this call and that, there's some teams, like, is that alleged to be true that the Pacers are even threatening to just cancel their season? That they don't literally, uh, they're not going to play. They're just going to stop playing. Now, what will that do? That'll throw the whole league on its ear if, you know, so much as one team backs out of playing games and says we're not playing any more games. And don't tell me that it couldn't happen because people are going to put their health and their lives in front of uh, basketball games. I can guarantee you that. I mean, you've already seen, we've done an entire show on toilet paper, didn't we? Like, they, people rushed out and bought all the to toilet paper in the world. You can't get anything anywhere. Stores are clearing out. Water, all the essentials. People are going into survival mode. And, you know, the psychological warfare it is. People are uh, freaking out. And they're uh, rushing to make decisions on, uh, you know, survival, not uh, on anything else. And, and people and then people are going to start freaking out, in my view. Like, we watch all these shows that you think are funny and think are cool and The Walking Dead and all the rest, right? You can say whatever you want. People are going to get to the point where they're not going to want anyone near them. I mean, you don't come near me. I don't want you near me. You know, like the six-foot, eight-foot thing they got going in the NBA and NHL, don't come near us. We're going to have our press conferences after the game, eight-foot barrier, all the rest. People are going to, uh, exactly what I'm saying, they're not going to want anyone to come near you. Did I not, Rigatoni, now he's not going to be able to respond to me, did I not see some guy sitting over here hacking and sneezing like 10 feet from me? You see these people over my shoulder? They're all in here watching horse races and betting on horse races, right? And every, like, literally every five or ten minutes, I see someone blowing snot and sneezing and coughing, and none of them, like zero percent of them, cover their mouth. I mean, not one of them. Mafia, am I making this stuff up? Like, I'm seeing guys just blasting their snot all over the room here. Am I making this up? No, you're not making it up at all. And, you know, it's definitely something that could be talked about and possibly, you know, a possibility of stopping games for now, things like that, because if one of those players gets sick, you know, the whole thing is about being in contained areas and, you know, touching things that other people touch or breathing what they breathe, you know, contact with them. Well, how many times 
Are these guys in complete close contact, you know, in the locker room, on the bench, traveling in a hotel room? So if one, on gets sick, if one of those gets sick, the whole team's getting sick. You see it happen all the time, how it spreads through teams. And when you look at these leagues and what they might do as far as canceling and not playing games, for me it comes down to one thing because that's what it, all the decisions are made up by them, money. So do you think the NBA, the NHL, Major League Baseball, all these franchises are going to want to pay these guys tens to hundreds of millions of dollars to play these games when they're not making any money back because there's no fans in the stands. It's not about keeping it safe and keeping the players healthy. It's about they don't want to spend money if they're not making money. So if there's no fans there to buy the tickets, to buy the concessions, to buy the jerseys, they're losing money, and they don't want to do that. Well, that's obvious that they're going to be uh, – they'll go broke with no fans at their arenas. They, they will not be able to – it will change everything uh, from the uh, salary cap, right? Like, let's say – Every team's salary cap, it's going to change all of that because they have predetermined amounts of money that they uh, organize, right, For that they plan on budgets from money made per game. I heard that, um, like, the Lakers and Clippers games are like 15 mil a game that they're pulling in from their fans at that uh, Staples Center, right? So... Fifteen million a game. Imagine losing fifteen million dollars every time you play. That's a lot of money to lose, right? So you're just going to be drowning uh, in that sorrow of losing all that money, and then uh, you're not going to be able to meet your demands. At some point or another, it's going to hurt your bottom line, and you're not going to be able to pay players. I mean, you're not going to be able to uh, handle anything. At some point, all of that revenue that they count on. This is a business of fans. It is a business of putting a product on the floor or on the ice or on the field where people consume it by buying the tickets to go to the games and watching it on television. And they have to pay those TV rights deals, don't they? And how do you think they pay the TV rights fees? <laughs> by taking the money that they make from fans at their games in their stadiums and arenas, and that's just all there is to it. So they're bleeding money. Uh, they will uh, They will lose their minds. These uh, rich billionaire owners are going to start losing their minds with the money that they're losing every day. Like, people are watching the stock market right now over the last two weeks just absolutely crumble, right? I mean, it is absolutely – it didn't matter that, what, Tuesday the stimulus – uh, made the stock market go up for one day. But what if they had two good days in the last 10? Two good days in 10. Eight lousy, horrific, terrible, like record-breaking losses. They haven't seen losses like this since uh, the the drop and the crash in 2008, right? So that's where we're at now. So uh, at this point, everyone's telling me, like my financial guy and everybody else says, you know, it'll all come back. Don't worry about it. This is a short-term problem. And I think uh, all of them are full of shack is what it is. Short-term problem. Short-term problem is your 401k goes out your rear end. Say goodbye to that. If you have two more weeks of this in the stock market, you're going to be broke. That's what, that's what that means, just so you know. Uh, all these people saying that it's not a problem and don't worry about it and all these people, I'm just going on with my daily life. I'm not worried about it. I'm not going to get it. I'm healthy. I'm not, it's not going to happen to me. I'm special. Like, are you kidding me? Like, I like people that are realistic. You know what I mean? So the, you think the pandemic picks Certain pockets of people to avoid. What, the rich people aren't going to get it? Pretty people aren't going to get it? Gorgeous people aren't going to get it? Uh, people live in high-end communities aren't going to get it? How does my ass sound? It's going to do uh, what it wants. It's going to go where it wants. And it's going to eat who it wants. It's going, like, do you think Italy signed up for this? Do you think, the, you know, Italy, 60 million people have been shut down do you think, the, you know, the Warriors are going to be the first one to taste the empty arena? You know, you see what they're saying. This is all about COVID-19. Boom. City, county, San Francisco, Golden State Warriors. They're not having fans at the game against the Nets tomorrow night. Take the Nets and the number. I'm just kidding. Uh, the Nets game last night, by the way, Mafia, was unbelievable. Did you watch the game? I couldn't believe how the Lakers just let them come back in that game. They were controlling it. The Nets just took control late. And then how many times does LeBron put that ball in easily at the end of the game, that layup that he puts in somehow rolls around and out to not tie the game. 
I was amazed that they lost that game. They should have blown the Nets out by 20. Instead, they lose. Why? What was the score at halftime or something? Were, were the uh, were the Lakers killing them? Because the game I watched, I was watching the game where the Nets were leading the whole second half. They weren't killing them, but they were in control. You know, they were up. They weren't down and trying to fight back. It seemed like they had it, and then the Nets just took over in the second half. So, but I... What I watched was the Nets in charge the entire second half, and they had a lead of as much as nine, and they're the ones that blew the lead, right? And then in the end, uh, it came down to a Davis three ball on the wing, and I guess the Nets players were, like, yelling at him, and he missed the shot, and the Nets won the game. I had the Nets on the spread. I didn't, I didn't think they were going to win the game, but can you imagine that um, – that they're going to play that game tomorrow night at Chase, their new arena. I bet they never dreamt of the day that they would build a billion-dollar arena in San Francisco and have two nightmares. One, the team that is the Warriors this year have been an absolute just abysmal. It's like having the flu. That team is so bad, it's like having the flu. Forget the uh, COVID-19. The, the Warriors season has been like having Rhea. That's how bad they've been. Like vomiting and Rhea for a week. That's what they've been the whole season is terrible and atrocious, right? And now they're playing a game in their brand new spanking arena worth a billion dollars, and there's going to be no fans at the game, and they're going to lose $15, 20000000 million. How crazy is that? You can't even make it up. I mean, it is absolute insanity, uh, and it's going to happen everywhere at every team in every league in every sport. It's all happening. Believe me, you. Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. Have you written a book and need some insight into what comes next? Or are you passionate about cooking and want to know how to make it your career? Or maybe you just want to hear insider stories about the entertainment industry. Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. And on our podcast, Two Guys from Hollywood, we bring our expertise to the table with, of course, delicious cocktails and all kinds of recipes for you to try at home. So grab a drink and join us. We've got a wide range of celebrity guests and Hollywood insiders to discuss pop culture, publishing, and entertainment. And we'll provide you with an unfiltered and sometimes brutally honest show about Hollywood. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. Back on Coast to Coast, uh, later at some point, hopefully we're going to talk to uh, Hoops Weiss, Dick Weiss, legendary um, writer, college basketball extraordinaire, genius, Hoops Weiss. He's obviously uh, at the uh, ACC tournament at the Garden, right? So uh, your boy Hoops is watching Hoops. Big East, whatever it is, I can't keep track of all these tournaments that they're playing and that they're canceling and... What games are going on over there right now, Carver High? Is there actually a Big East game going on? Tonight they have two games. You have St. John's and Georgetown, and you have uh, Xavier and right. DePaul, the first two games of the Big East tournament. Right. So they have uh, they have not started. They started seven. So at the beginning of in-game live, Hoops would be watching the game. And at this point, my guess is, is that Hoops is over there freeloading on the dinner at the Garden. Is that about right? <laughs> I think it is. Uh, that'll be no answer from that end. But that's fine because I know that's what he's doing. Mafia, would you agree with that, that Hoops is over there freeloading on the food? I mean, if you can get free lunch, why not? Why wait till dinner? You get the meal in there, get a little cheap meal. I'm all for it. So uh, in those games tonight, Mafia, in the Big East, are you taking the Johnnies over to Hoyas and uh, Xavier DePaul? Is that, uh, is that a Xavier win or will DePaul give them a game? I think the ball might give them a game. They might cover the spread, but I think Xavier's going to win that game. They're just the, the better team. DePaul's just one of those that's scrappy, tough, can stick with you, but in the end they kind of falter. 
And I like uh, St. John's at home over Georgetown. They're kind of a similar team to me, you know, the stylistically, the, you know, how they played this season kind of up and down for both of them. But I think St. John's get that little juice from being at the Garden. They'll win that game. So, uh, you know, DePaul, uh, you know, you said they, whatever, fizzle late in games. Yeah, you think? They're 3-15 and 15 in Big East play. They're, you know, terrible. So the bottom line is, I don't think Xavier's that much better at 8-10, and 10, but they're better than DePaul, and what they should uh, do is they should whack their ass tonight at the Garden. I mean, honestly. If you're Xavier and you mess around with DePaul, then you know what that says? You're not going to the NCAA tournament. They got 19 wins, and they have no room for error. They have to beat DePaul's ass tonight. I think the good game is the other one, the St. John's-Georgetown game. I think that number uh, that I saw it at uh, was three and a half. Now, I don't know how much it's changed. It's up to four now. Do you believe, Mafia, that uh, – the Hoyas can cover four, and that that'll be because they've had great history against one another. A great, you know, really, you know, Big East rivalry of the ages, one of the best ever. That do you think that there, there could be like a, a one or two point game, a last second shot, a, a three or a buzzer beater, or a, a win by one or two? Or do you really think St. John's, who's been five and thirteen and pathetic in the Big East? Uh, and Georgetown, the same Big East record. They've both been terrible that suddenly they're going to start blowing each other out? I don't think they're going to blow them out. I think it's going to be a close game throughout. I think they're you know, very tight teams. They're very you know, stylistically similar. They have the same kind of record. They're not great either one. You know, they're tough when they want to be. Sometimes they lay an egg and they just get completely blown out. But uh, I, I have trouble middling a game. If I think St. John's is going to win that four, it's too tough for me to say, okay, it's going to be within a basket because you never know. I think that you know, even in the tight game sometimes you get those late fouls and all of a sudden they win by four or five. If it was five, six points, maybe I can swing to the middling. But as far as only a four-point spread in a game like that, i got to go with whoever I think is going to win. Yeah, I think that uh, – yeah, I don't look at it that way. I, I look at it like I said. I think it's going to be a close game. I think that they're going to – it's going to be decided by a basket. I really do. And uh, it, maybe you're right. It'll be a ten-point game. Maybe it'll be a six-point game. I have a feeling uh, Vegas put that line out at four for a reason. It's either going to be they're going to they're going to win by a bucket, or they're going to win by three, or they're going to win by five. And that that four will either hit or it won't. It's not going to. I don't believe it's going to be 14 or 10 or any of that nonsense. Vegas knows what they're doing. They're evil and unholy. Let's be clear about that. Just so you know, in terms of other games going on, uh, you know, right now, uh, that by the way, that NC State game ended 73-58 as NC State, the Wolfpack, blew out Pitt. I hit that bet. It was my number five play on PharrellOnTheBench.com. And then Utah and Oregon State are playing right now in the Pac-12 and Utah is up three with just under 10 minutes to go in that game. And Alfonso Plummer for the Utes. How about this guy, Mafia? He's got 32 points in that game of their 53 points. One guy, their guard, has 32 of the 53 points. And that's why they're leading Oregon State right now. Of course, Oregon State, uh, one game better than Utah on the season, but they had the same 7-11 record in Pac-12 play. The Fordham Rams are now up 14 points on GW. Can you even believe that with 15 minutes left, Mavia, that Fordham with their 2-16, and 8-10 mark and their, you know, eight wins on the entire season that they are kicking GW's ass right now in the A-10 first round. Can you even believe it? I can't believe it, but it's still early on. You know, you're still just getting into the first couple minutes of the second half. 14 points. I mean, more I'm impressed with, or not impressed with, but surprised about that it's 34-20 with 16 minutes left in the second half. Like, maybe at halftime you have that kind of score, but this is seriously, seriously underscoring and, you know, probably going to hit the under with this game when you got 54 points through 25 minutes. That's pretty sad for both teams. Just jumping back to that game you were just talking about, the Utah game. I mean, Plummer, you talked about the 32 points. 15 of his 16 shots have come from behind the arc, and he said 10 of them. So at one point, 
if you're Oregon State, do you just kind of sell out and say, hey, just take this, chase this guy at the three-point line. I don't care if he hits it inside the arc, but he's killing us from out there. Don't let him catch it and shoot from outside the three-point line. So you don't think that uh, Fordham's plan was to uh, slow this game down and to not let uh, GW get out in transition and beat them like they should have? GW should have won this game, and I think uh, Fordham has outplayed them, uh, and I don't think it matters what the score is. I don't care about the total. All I know is I'm shocked Fordham has a chance to win a game. Now, you say that uh, there's plenty of time left, and fair enough. I'll give you that. There's 15 minutes left. But when you're up, you know, 13, whatever it is right now, you've obviously done something right in this game to get to this point that you're up big. Uh, they're, they're playing their cards right against GW right now. Now it's uh, 12. Obviously, GW can come back and win this game, but... I mean, if, if I'm Fordham, I mean, I don't want to blow this game. I mean, you got this game right where you want it. They can win this game. And I know that Fordham was getting three. I know you may not believe this or not, but you know I took Fordham, right, Mafia, that I bet on him to, to uh, upset GW today. I took the Rams. I do know that. And, Scott, I, I got to break in right now because Carver High just uh, alerted me to the fact that Mark Emmert, the NCAA president, has come out and said that the men's and women's NCAA tournament will be played without fans. They're going to continue with the tournament, but only with essential staff and players. There will be no fans at the games for March Madness. Oh, my God. That is just unbelievable news. Breaking news, the NCAA tournament, both men's and women's, will be played with zero fans. No fans will be allowed at any NCAA basketball game. has just been announced by the NCAA. There will be no fans at any game for the entire tournament. What a disaster. What an utter disaster. Hey, Mafia, I guess I won't be able to sell those two tickets to the Final Four for $1,100 and the $900 for the three nights at the Hyatt next to the Mercedes that I had my hands on. Yeah, I guess I won't be going to Albany next week. And it's got that... that could change things because how many times do we talk about where you know bracketology and where they're going to see these teams and where they're going to play these games that you know they try to get these higher seeds near home like Gonzaga they're talking about putting them in Spokane or you know Pirates Seton Hall we're going to be in like Albany or something you know so many other teams that are in the top four seed they try to see them there now you're not going to have any home fans there's not going to be any crowd to feed off of so does that change it does that let some of these underdogs have better performance in this game because you don't have the crowd against you the whole time Obviously, and I think that uh, the next question begs is that uh, this breaking news, the NCAA will not allow fans at any tournament games is just unbelievable. And I will tell you this, I truly believe, and I'm going to stand by this, I think they will still cancel the entire tournament by the end of this weekend. I think they're going to cancel the whole thing because, uh, you know, I understand why they say that, you know, you can't have large gatherings, right? But I also, I follow that, you know, type of thinking. Fair enough. But there are some people uh, that would argue that, and I've seen this today on uh, argument, uh, you know, in terms of on shows where people were talking about it, that, you know, basketball is a very, you know, as you know, Mafia, we play basketball every day. It's very sweaty. Um, There's a lot of, uh, you know, people soaking wet, bumping into each other, uh, high-fiving. The basketball is is sweaty. Uh, The basketball can be wet. Uh, Everyone's soaking wet. The the refs are soaking wet. The players are soaking wet. And there's massive body contact uh, between the players, and, and that's the entire game. And everywhere, men's and women's, no questions asked, right? You can't even argue that point. At what point does that become just as dangerous as letting fans into the arena. They're not going to let any fans in the arena, but why is it safe to play the games with fans uh, not in the building, but it's safe to play the games that uh, players are soaking wet and and banging into each other, soaking wet? I mean, is this not about the transfer of um, this bottom line, you know, virus? It's the transfer. Fluids, coughing, sneezing, touching, hands, washing hands, things of this nature. It is a massive problem. I cannot believe, frankly, that they're even going to play the tournament. I am. I still believe they'll cancel the whole thing. I really do. That we have to see how that comes about. I mean, you're right. Where it's so much contact, there's so much. You know, you're wiping your 
your face with your jersey to get the sweat off, or guys rub it against you with their sweat, and all they say is the contact with the face, the eyes, the mouth, the nose is what spreads it. So it's very uh, dangerous for them to continue with this, and we'll see if they cancel it soon. I mean, what, the TV people are going to be in there. The players are going to be in there. The coaches are going to be in there. The reps are going to be in there. Is that not enough people to get you sick? I mean, I'm standing right next to the race book with guys sneezing all over me in here every night. Who's to say I don't have it right now? Mafia has the virus. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. Coast to coast, I'm Pharrell with Mafia, Brian Ciano, Mike Carver, Carver High, back in Studio 34. The crew, Rigatoni's here. Everybody back at uh, Sports Grid headquarters in Midtown Manhattan. I want to tell you about our bracket challenge. It's going to be unbelievable. All the fans think that they can take on Pharrell. It's crazy. You want to test your NCAA tournament bracket against hosts like Marenzi and me, Pharrell? Join uh, our Sports Grid bracket challenge. It's kick-ass. Entering is easy. All you have to do is tweet at Sports Grid this week, Leading up to Selection Sunny and tell us when our show in-game live helps you win cold hard cash. Just tell us when in-game live helps you win cold hard cash. Maybe it's 7 to 9 when Pharrell's hosting. Maybe it's 9 to 11 when Marenzi's hosting. That's it. When you see that we get your info and it's all good, we'll send you a link to our bracket challenge once Selection Sunday's over. The prizes are sweet, including swag, a tour of Studio 34, or even a one-time guest shot on your favorite Sports Grid show. Imagine you get to go on with Uncle Futrelli. That would be me, Pharrell. Don't miss your opportunity to be the first Sports Grid bracket winner. For more details, follow us on Twitter at Sports Grid or on Instagram at Sports Grid TV. All right, so a drastic uh, breaking news today uh, during Coast to Coast is that the NCAA has now banned fans from the NCAA tournament. There will be no fans at any tournament game. None. Kaput, zero. Nine nil nuka. That's over with and done. There's no more uh, fans going to the tournament. I cannot believe that uh, this is happening, uh, but I do believe it. And I, I, frankly, I agree with it. And I also feel, as I've said, that I believe that they are not done making drastic decisions, including, I believe, in the next several days, uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday at the latest, because, you know, Selection Sunday is Sunday, right, at, at whatever, 6 p.m., is that what it is, Eastern? So I will not be surprised at all in the slightest if they cancel the entire NCAA tournament by Sunday because today they've, you know, Emmert, the head of the NCAA, has come up with a genius plan to ban fans from the arenas. So that is kind of where I come from. It's a little bit half-assed, right? Glass half full, half empty. What do you want to look at it like? Because the bottom line is it's not solving anything. Really, I mean, in all reality, it's not solving anything. It's keeping large crowds away from the players. But we're talking about, before we went to break, the transfer of fluids and, you know, people coughing, sneezing, their hands, transfer of sweat. You have got to be kidding me. Basketball is the sweatiest sport uh, you know, they all are bad. NHL, NFL, NBA, college basketball. You know, I won't deny or argue with any of that. Baseball, they all sweat. There's no getting around it, right? But, I mean, honest to God, uh, the NHL, they wear these uniforms. They are soaking wet like you have no idea. When the games are over, just so you know, here's a little tip for you. I uh, did NHL play-by-play, and... There is nothing that smells worse than an NHL locker room after a game. There's nothing on earth that smells worse than that except landfills. Fair enough. Carver, you've been in NHL locker rooms. How bad do they smell after a game? Absolutely awful. Really, really bad. Okay. I mean, it's, and, it's, uh, it's a tough scene. And how, much, and how much do they sweat? 
nonstop the entire game. These guys are soaked when they come off that rink after 60 minutes of playing. Absolutely soaked. And then would you believe for one minute that playing basketball and banging against one another, which is all they do the entire game, players are soaking wet, the ball's wet, they're wet, they're banging bodies, every single play there's contact, someone guarding you, uh, backing down on you, doubling you, and guys are soaking wet. And then don't even tell me guys aren't coughing and sneezing during these games. Mafia, do I not play a game every single week with my boy Moose? I love Moose, greatest guy ever. He's the greatest. I love playing ball with him. But does that guy not cough his his brains out on the basketball court when he plays basketball? Constantly. If you're out of shape and you're running up and down that court, it's hard. It's you know it beats up on the respiratory system. You're hacking up, and not even that too. You know if you have a little bit of germs, if you have a little bit of cold. You know, that just drains you. you just not, all the fluids just start coming out because you're working everything up, running up and down the court. So if you have anything, you're getting transferred to someone else when you're playing basketball up against each other because there's just so many fluids coming out of your body. So, Carver High, do you believe that, uh, that they have made a decision uh, that's, you know, obviously it's a decision uh, of safety, but do you think they're done making decisions? Do you believe that there's still a chance they're going to cancel the entire thing? Yeah, I mean, everything seems to still still be on the table, that's for sure. Uh, you know, basically Mark Emmert said in the statement that he's looking to, you know, he doesn't want to take this away from the kids. That's one thing that he said. So canceling it outright would be doing that to them. They're trying to keep this thing on. They're trying to let these kids still have that dream of winning the championship. He also said, in, you know, towards the end of it that they, this, you know, they could relook at this in a couple weeks. So who knows? Could things get better in two or three weeks and then maybe the Final Four as fans? Who knows? But for right now, everything is out. Uh, that's for sure. And, and I'm with you, Scotty. I think that uh, there could be some more to this. We'll see how the next couple of days goes. Well, I think, you know, you have to ask the question as well, how does it affect gambling? How does it affect the betting? How does it affect the, the lines? How does it affect, uh, you know, no fans? I mean, it changes everything. There's not going to be any advantage at all. There's not going to be any, you know, bands. There's not going to be any uh, cheerleaders. I, I would think they're not going to let them yeah, in. Are I, would, I was actually the... curious about that today, Scott, and I went to look at the lines for those MAC games in, in Ohio where they're, where they're having no fans We're... in that stadium, and I couldn't find lines right. for any of those MAC games that are going on today. So The lines were oh, just so basically the off. Games... The lines were just off. I was looking through a couple different books, FanDuel, a couple others. I was trying to find lines for those games that don't have the fans in, uh, you know, in Cleveland where they're playing those games, and I couldn't find any anywhere. Oh, you mean, and when are those games? believe that there's a couple tonight. That they start the MAC tonight, I believe. Uh, I'm looking at it right now, and I, I'm just looking for – I don't see any uh, – I could be wrong, obviously. I don't see any MAC games tonight at all. Maybe, maybe it's tomorrow that you're uh, thinking of because there, uh, there's none tonight. So um, it must be Thursday, and I could uh, – I, I can look at that right now, and then yeah, I they can tip tell you if there's any. You're, you're right. They tip tomorrow at noon, the MAC. Ohio and so Akron that, that's tomorrow. Why it, right. That's why there's no line. But, uh, look, um, you knew this was inevitable. When they started uh, saying they weren't going to have any fans in, in Ohio, in, in uh, you know, Dayton, and then they said there's not going to be any fans in Cleveland at the tournament, and then uh, all these uh, NBA teams talking about moving games, and then the Warriors say no fans for the Nets game, and then the Mariners are moving all their series out of Seattle in March, uh, whatever it is, and uh, the CBI has been canceled, and you know now uh, the NCAA comes out, Mark Emmert has come out and said there'll be no fans at any NCAA games. It is crazy. This is crazy. And it will affect gambling. It will affect the lines. It'll affect everything. The betting, the numbers are going to change dramatically. They have to. There's no more, uh, you know, you know how, like, Duke always has this massive advantage playing in Greensboro, right? And uh, these, you know, North Carolina, didn't they start looking good, like, last night? Now they're playing. There'll be no fans, right? I'm assuming Aren't they playing again tonight? There's not going to be any fans. Are they going to let fans into those games? Because there's fans at games. 
Yeah, there's nothing about the conference tournaments. There's still fans at the conference tournaments. So I hope the fans that are at the conference tournaments right now are enjoying the uh, basketball game they're at because it'll be the last game they go to uh, until this virus is gone. That's all there is to it. I can guarantee you that. Like, so if you're at a game today, uh, I won't be surprised at all if the NCAA has banned fans from the games in the NCAA tournament. I believe tomorrow's games every, at every location will have no fans. So tomorrow you have tickets to the game. I bet I will bet my bottom dollar they're not going to have fans. What do you think, Mafia? Are they going to let fans into the conference tournament games tomorrow? Do you think at the Garden? Tonight they're going to go watch the Big East at the Garden. Do you believe tomorrow at the Garden fans will be allowed in? I would have to think that the NCAA is doing, you know, for the biggest tournament of the season, the March Madness, that they're going to say no fans because of all these states and municipalities coming out and saying that they don't want large gatherings. That, you know, if they're going to do it for March Madness, you're going to have to do it for these other tournaments. How can you have tournaments for the next four or five days in these various locations with all these people showing up and being there and swapping germs and then say, okay, but next week when it matters the most, you're not allowed to be there. All right, so the, uh, you know, New York City is one of the worst hit places. Am I wrong, Mafia, in the country? Obviously, uh, Seattle and Washington uh, was the original epicenter of and the harbinger of this virus. Fair enough. But now, uh, I, I think, you know, New York and New Jersey and Connecticut have passed that, haven't they? They've, they've already, I believe, passed uh, Washington and Seattle. That uh, There's more cases of it here than, than there. Who in their right mind <laughs> would go to Madison Square Garden right about now to hang out with 20,000 people? Who in their right mind wants to go anywhere near that subway stations or train stations and Penn Station? Who wants to go anywhere near that? Like... Don't we do the show Friday in uh, Studio 34 right in Midtown, right next to the garden? I want to go to uh, Studio 34 on Friday about as much as I want to have my legs cut off by a lawnmower. And Scotty, Dennis Dot of CBS is reporting that a major conference official told him a total cancellation of the NCAA tournament is, a de- is definitely a possibility. So while right now they're saying no fans, as you said, there's still the possibility that it could just be canceled completely if this continues. I mean, I literally, I firmly believe, as I've said over and over, that this is what's going to, it's inevitable. <laughs> they're going to cancel the whole thing. There won't even be a tournament. It's going to be the worst year ever. Can you imagine March without March Madness? What are we going to do? Sit around and hang out with our wives and have tea and make some cookies or something with the kids? What am I going to do? Watch the XFL on Saturday and Sunday? I have not watched more than five minutes of one of those games, and I don't care what you think of me. Not one, not once have I watched five minutes. I wouldn't watch five minutes of it. You can have it. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. Hey everyone, it's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I, we get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. Hey, it's going to be your church and your turn up. So listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.